This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Good evening and welcome to the Man on Football Show, um, also known as Football in the World because of this man beside me, Phil Casey. Um, we always have a jump off point in these shows. Um, sometimes it's great goals, sometimes it's great whatever, um, weird moments. But Phil got so, so excited last, I think it was might have been last Wednesday or Friday, <laughs> and he said, check this out. And it was literally goalkeepers kicking ball out of their hands in the 80s and went, can I please come on a podcast and talk about this? And I was like, yeah. Monday night, 45 minutes of football tangents, and we always need a jump off point. So, um, Phil, goalkeepers in the 80s kicking the ball out of their hands. Talk to me. I was at a horn. I won't lie to you, right? Yeah. They were after the watershed, so I could say it. it was just, I saw it and I was just going, this is immense. It's just, it's, it's immense. It's immense. Like, the, the last time I was that happy when I saw something was when they brought Venables and Brian Robson back for that tweet that we found that kicked yeah. off the whole board of stuff. Yeah. Um, Gav, football has changed so much in such a short time. And I think goal kicks and goalkeeping kick, goalkeepers kicking the ball out is probably football's changing in a nutshell. Think of how the lads kick the ball out today. They have a range of different techniques. They can side foot the ball, which keeps it nice and low and it goes, it's for the lads to run onto it, right? They drop kick the ball the length of a football pitch or exactly to where they want it to go. They um, do like a standy, torny, twisty kick that sort of goes either side so they can spread the ball around. Yeah. But do you know what the gas thing is? Most of them do this, right? And they're not very good at it. Like, they, they do all this kind of, you know, sidewards action where they, they tilt their body and their foot is literally on level with the ball as it's catching yeah. it in the middle of the ball. And I, and I watched um, I watched uh, Palace against Everton yesterday and... Uh, Jordan Pickford is the perfect example of this. Like, he was literally taking balls out, 
catching them and going, I can just zing one here. And it was, they were all over the fucking place. Like, and I actually got, I actually came to the conclusion that he's not aiming at fucking nobody. He, he's under instruction to kick this ball as far as he can and literally make touch with it and get the team up the pitch. But looking, um, it, some of the kickouts, I, I was going to try find the tweet and put it up on here and, Hope we didn't get fucking done for copyright. All the, all the goalkeepers kicking the ball out. But when you but think so, back to it, who's your so, favourite? Okay, so this is the thing, right? So we, we can get on to modern day keepers and why, why kickouts have changed because I, I can't. I actually know the physics and I know the science behind it, so I can't explain the boring parts of it, right? But every single one of them, little hop, and then an absolute welly, and it wasn't going anywhere. It was just I want to kick this ball as high and as far down the pitch as possible. There's no, like, there's no, there was no, there's the fella down there. And the, the reason for it was, and this is where I said to you, it's football has changed in a nutshell. There was what, there was a big lanky streak of piss at the other end of the pitch, right? And it was his job to go wherever the goalkeeper randomly kicked the ball, right? And then he would try to head the ball, head the ball towards the goal, right? That, yeah. that was it. That's, that was the whole premise of kicking the ball out, right? In mm-hmm. the 80s. There was nothing else. You think of Everton. Neville Southall, big Nev, would grab the ball and he'd weddy the ball down the pitch and Graeme Sharp would run from wherever he was to try head the ball as hard as he can into whoever was playing alongside. Who used to play? The little fella that played up front alongside him. Gary Lineker. Him, right? Uh, he used to head the ball into his path, right? Um, you take take most of the teams. Even Arsenal. Grabble Arsenal used to kick it and like his whole body went about six feet in the air after he kicked it. Now, that's, I want to talk about Grobler because Grobler was a bit special because Grobler was the one that made me aware of goal kicks as a child because he was the one that sort of tried to bring in kicking the ball in a direction in England, right? They didn't right. really kick a ball in a direction. They used to just kick it. <laughs> just yeah. welling oh, no, the ball could, oh, straight. Oh, I'd love to. I don't know. Have you still got that tweet that you sent me? Was it a screenshot you sent me or was it an actual tweet? I, I have the tweet. I can send you the tweet again. Send, right? send me the tweet now and I'll try to open it here and put it up on screen for people. Right, because uh, honestly, it's it's. But the the key difference with this, right? The key difference with it is that the players move to where the ball was. Nowadays, the keepers are kicking the ball to where the player is. Do you see? Do you see the key difference that's yeah, happened in yeah. goalkeeping and football? Yeah. It's that all it was was you would win possession of the ball, you'd welly it down the pitch, right? Basically for a fifty fifty. That's all you're doing. You're just taking the ball and welling it down the pitch for a 50-50 and hoping to create a 50-50 where your centre forward would out-jump the centre half. That was it. Nothing else will be. Kev says you, if you go off the ground, it changes the trajectory of how it comes out of the air. Bruce Robert, I used to kick it and he used to go go mad. And, and on the on the, on the air wolf of this show, I have Packy Bonner because Packy Bonner um, loved a big kick, especially when he was go. playing for Ireland under him. Um, Packy Bonner had a special technique. But, but you remember hated, in the World he hated Cup, the ball. He hated the ball. Yeah, he but you remember the in the World if you Cup, look at, we scored, we scored against, oh, yeah, we yeah. scored against England in the World Cup 1990, right? And we scored against Holland. I think they're the only two goals we scored in the competition. We get to a quarter yeah. final off the back of it. The fo- on both occasions, if you, if anyone wants to go back and look at it, right? Here's a bit of trivia for you. On both occasions, they come from Packy Barner long kicks. The first one goes up. I think Townsend is poor on it. It drops. McMahon gets taken by Sheedy. Sheedy scores. The second one is a big long kick. Cascarino, um, I think goes for it. it um, the defender knocks it back to um, Benny Vanarla, wasn't it? Knocks it back to yep. Hans Van Bruyten. Yep. It falls out of his hands. Nyquin scores. But in both occasions, if you watch the footage, Packy Bonner, you're right, right. He's looking down at the ball as if you are the fucking antichrist, and he's gone fucking berserk before he kicks it. And <laughs> both, both, both goals start from him. Like with his teeth out like a fucking lunatic about to kick the ball. Um, yeah. 
and and that's the big thing that got me. Have you sent me this this tweet? I just I just said it. It is right. The, the, right. So if you look at most of those now, there's there is differences because some of the lads like to do a hop just before they kick the ball, right? Uh-huh. So the Kev is right. So if you, if you kick the ball and jumped as you kicked it, you, you got like whoop into the air like that, right? Yeah. Some fellas like to start their run with a hop. So a bit like we're going to do a, a, a long jump really, right? So they uh-huh. jump and then run and kick the ball, right? But every single one of them used to hold the ball like it was a gold bar, right? <laughs> Not They didn't hold it one hand. It was hold bar, two hands, don't drop that ball. And then basically you pinged it as high as you possibly could and as long and as far as you can at it. It was it was hilarious. It's like it's it's I I've watched that video about ninety times and I keep looking at the goalkeepers and I'm looking at Peter Shilton hates the ball. Hated more things than the ball now to be fair. Didn't really like his wife either. But um the, then you didn't then there was David Seaman. David Seaman drop kicks the ball nearly every time and that was one of his big things when he's at Arsenal. And again, he brings into, he's that modern goalkeeper where he starts placing where he wants to kick the ball to, which is like, that's a revolution. And I know it sounds simple, but it's a revolution that I'm going to kick the ball over there, right? Mm-hmm. And the team was able to go, he can kick the ball over there all would you, the would time. You, would you like to see one minute and 24 seconds of guys kicking the ball out of their hands? I, I think I think we have to explain this. This is the, this is right. the best. I'm going to do my best to try not get done by copyright for this, right? By saying who the tweet is from. And stuff yeah. like that. And if it's coverage from the BBC or Sky or whatever, fair enough, right? Um, thanks for the coverage. Um, <laughs> and, uh, but look, it's a load of lads kicking a ball. Like it's. From I want. The I want. I want. I, I want. I, I want the viewers, to, Gav. I want the viewers to focus on the different personalities involved, right? Because right. it is important. Jim Layton is obviously has wears contact lenses and struggles with kicking the ball out of his hands. You can see that, right? He really he just kicks it straight up. I'd say he could have kicked it over his own head. He's okay. about so let, let me let me see in. let me see if I can sort this right. So you can see this on screen now. Everyone else can see this on screen now, right? So if I press play. Look at that. Oh, view. Look at the grabs there. There's the hop. And then you see that? Now watch. Here's yeah. Gary Bailey. There's a little stutter and a bang. Right? That's lovely. Now I'm going to mute that in case, yeah, pe- yeah. in case the people that made that the was there's, 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 there's Pat Jennings there. Oh, no, that's Tony yeah. Parks at QPR. Yeah. There's Ray Clements. Now, like Ray Clements one. had a lovely smack, didn't he? Yeah. That was very that was very modern. Look yeah. at this absolute Why do you see Bruce? There's, he goes up in the air. Why do you see him? Get up there. There's the little kid hop jump. Yeah. And he'll, oh. I think that's Dave O'Leary playing a goal. He he's, he definitely hit that there. <laughs> oh, that there's, the half oh there's, there's the half volley. And here comes Dave Besson. He absolutely murdered the ball. Yeah. That's Brian Gunn there. Big yeah. Brian Gunn. Bang. That was a nice little drop kick. Look at Lukic. Yeah. Luke, he was the most awkward goalkeeper in the world. Yeah. Can't remember who that was. That looks like the 70s. That looks like Bob Wilson. Yeah, no, there's a bit of 70s in there. There's a bit there's of 80s a bit of 70s in there. thrown in. There's some random fella now. That's I think he played for Ipswich. There's Lucas. Look at that kick from Lucas. Yeah. It was awful looking. Look at that. Yeah. That was a drop kick as well. There's your man that played for Villa. And here's here's there's Peter Shilton. Look at that. Look at do you see the hop after that? Yeah. There. Pitoying, and there's a hop again. Yeah. Anyone listening on audio won't know what's going on here. Now there, come here. Come here. Can you check out App Brian's gun. Look um, at that. Look at that Jim Layton. Absolute clobber up the pitch. Book, yeah. Here's Brucey. Is this the one right at the end? This no, is beautiful. That's, that's look, a, at this. That's, look at this. Look at this. Look at this. That's Perfect. a great one. Straight out of play. Straight out of play. Um, Veranda Chase says, seriously, who made that highlight reel? Um, I'm not too sure. To be honest. Uh, Brian's Gun. At Brian's Gun. B-R-Y-A-N-S-G-U-N-N. Um, it's from December the 7th at 6.57 a.m. He was up early letting us know what was going on there. So fair play but, to him. Um, Gav, isn't it mad how unnatural they look kicking the ball? 
Like if you look at it nowadays, they kick it all. It's all in stride. It's all a perfect motion. Even that side kick you're talking about, it's grab and ping, and you're going this way and you're going that way. Those lads, it was so deliberate. Everything was so deliberate. It was slowed down and deliberate. There was no. It was basically set piece football. Yeah, it was like. But in fairness, um, like some <laughs> like of the great What? Blind <laughs> lads playing guy kicking points. He has a point. <laughs> Some of them, some of them look like um, not so much Gaelic football, but you know Australian rules. The way they kick the oval shape off, it's very, it yeah, looks yeah. very similar to what people in Australia do when they kick that. But these are goalkeepers in the eighties in England. That um, hop is just the hop is is a bit mad, isn't it? You know when you kick the ball and you hop. Yeah, I'm going, I'm going down to a field. My hamstring is feeling a bit better. I'm just going down to the field now. I'm just going to see what it's like to kick a ball normally and then kick it with a hop because I can't remember. I remember as maybe as seventeen, eighteen, trying to do the hop, or maybe it was even younger than that. And then not doing it because it just I think the hop is easier to do off a half volley, you know, where you just let it bounce. It's easier to yeah. do the hop then. Um, Eric Tosved had a lovely kick out his own book. Muhammad Jogi is only delighted with all them kicks and the kits, <laughs> by the way. That could that could be an ad for like, you know, classic shorts or three retro, yeah, yeah. one of those. But yeah. um, it's not. It's not an all ad. Green. It's just, it's all just, green. <clears throat> it's absolutely brilliant. If you have anything else that you want to talk about tonight, don't talk about the Champions League draw because we're going to cover that on the forum on the LFC Day Trippers at 10. But if you have anything else weird or wonderful or anything you've noticed in football, give us a shout and um, we will go through them as well. Like, when you look, I was talking, we were, we were on the, the Fatback 4 last night on, on the Trippers and we were ta- I was talking to Kev after um or it might have been Saturday after the, after the game, and um, we were talking about what we are going to do here tonight, and he was saying, you know, some of them are fucking mad, weren't they? I remember League of Ireland, if anyone watches League of Ireland, I doubt there is many in here, but there was a there was a fella that played for Cork City, and I'm going back about, I want to say about 10 years, but he was a, probably a little bit less than that, but he was he was like a stalwart for Cork. I'm sure if I looked up Cork City goalkeeper, I'll find his name, and this guy, when I say he could build the ball the length of the pitch, I I am not exaggerating. He and the noise off it when he kicked it. Do you remember we used to joke about um, Simon Mignolet when he kicked the ball? It used to sound like it was burst. Yeah, yeah. But this fella used to get it right in his hands, and he just didn't look like he put a matter of effort into it. And the thing went a fucking mile. I'll tell you how how concerned you'd be as an opposition player or a fan. You'd be going kick the. You know, you know, like they say to you. If you're true on goal last minute and you're 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 um you know hit the target or make sure you pull it over. If you're going to do that, make sure you put it. Don't put it in the keeper's hands because it gives him a chance. Mm. Literally, if you put it in this guy's hands last minute, he was literally booting the ball into the fucking into like into your box. It was mad. Um, I'm I'm not sure if there's many League of Ireland fans watching, but I'll try to think of his name. And I want to say it starts with a H, but um. I will uh I will go and look at that. Um who's your favourite person kicking out of football? So the, the thing is it's it's very very uniquely English. Because if you go and watch the Spanish and the Italian goalkeepers, they kick it differently. Well they all I always felt they leaned to the side and tried to catch the ball with their foot in the middle of the ball rather than the bottom of it. There wasn't the a hop. They no, didn't have a hop. No, but what I'm saying is, like, you see a lot of them keepers that we showed in the video. The ball is right yep. in front of them, and <laughs> the laces is hitting the bottom of the ball as they hold it, and they're getting it high and hoping for the distance. Whereas mm. I always felt with 
goalkeepers on the continent. And the guy, the little fella that played for Mexico, the mad jerseys. Um, okay, Campos. In, yeah, he's in my head for for some reason. As he, they literally used to throw the ball up high, turn the body, and try catch the laces on the side of the ball. Do you know what I mean? On the which is which is call, what you've oh, seen perfected now on the side volley. Yeah, so yeah, but they, that was they, that was going back yeah. years ago. And that's I I remember trying to te- learn how to how to do that type of kit. So I think an awful lot of it comes from the style of football. So if you think about the the, the Spanish and Italian football and the Dutch football was all about possession. So the idea of getting a kick out and whacking it right up the other pitch and hoping that your big t- tall heifer of a centre forward headies the ball right was just completely alien. They wanted to keep the ball and. The back pass rule was also huge. Like I, I don't, I still don't understand why they kicked the ball out. Like I'm gonna be honest with you, I've no under, I've absolutely no idea why they kicked the ball out. You could roll the ball out to the centre back, and if anyone came running at him, he could roll it back to you, and you could pick it up, and then you could throw it over to somebody else, or you could. Like there's no reason why you ever had to give possession away because the goal, you could just roll it back to the goalkeeper and you could pick it up. So it doesn't make sense why these lunatics were horsing the ball down the middle of the pitch, and when you watch the. Um, yeah, the, the the continental footballers, they didn't. They tried to retain the ball. It's a, it's a, it's actually amazing that Liverpool were so good. Come to think of it. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I've got to be honest; it's actually baffling that English teams like what would they, what would continental teams do? Like they were keeping the ball and not letting the other teams play it, and then uh, on, on my head is melted. Now this is going into like a, like why? What would they do? <laughs> You see, this is what I was worried that for. If I started this conversation, you'd be really upbeat about it. And then, like, literally 17 minutes in, and now you're kind of going, This is fucking stupid. And you're like getting really upset over it. Um, even, besides, like, even though um, you're the one that brought it up, Owen Book says, um, And this is this is from a past show. He says, Listening to Pat Kenny earlier, and I still can't get the mattress mixing now in my head, where, where Pat Kenny um, literally refers to him as mattress. <laughs> uh, so it's a, uh, David Lennon reckons I'm sleeping. I'm not sleeping. I'm trying to find that goalkeeper um, from Cork City that could kick the ball really, really, really far. Um, and I Avo's right. Avo's right. And also, can I just say, Avo, that the old sport brought out a pair of bespoke goalkeeper uh, boots around about 1998, which had side fins to enable you to dive further to the left and right. Um, and they also had the, the laces were offset, so you had a, a cleaner uh, instep to kick the ball with. And that was subsequently then adopted by nearly all boot Nike. manufacturers that you see today. Nike, Nike you, Yeah. I always remember... Um, the top 90s up the side. Yeah, I think it might have been Paul Scholes was the one I remembered mostly. Or four and Torres. Torres' white and red boots. Remember Torres' white and red boots? Yeah. The, the, the laces were on the side of them. Yeah. Um, well, there you go, boots. What were your favourite football boots? My favourite football boots? Yeah. The Predator Manias from uh, 2008, I think it is. They're very you, went specific. To, you went in Adidas, Copa Mundial, or whatever the fuck they wear now. Everyone that was, wears Copa, everyone has wore World Cups or Copa Mundials at one point, but the Predator Manias were just perfect. What Never made a better boot. What did you think of, um, what did you think of the Diodora? I had a couple of pairs of Diodora. They were granted the yeah. massive tongues. I love the massive tongue with a Diodora. I love the foreign boot. I used to wear a lotto. 
The yeah. lotto. But John Barnes used to wear the Adore. And then Roy Keane turned up wearing them and I kind of went off them. Well, see, Johnny Barnes used to wear Dunlop and he also wore Gola before he went on to Diodora. Now, there yeah. you go. I loved, I loved, I loved Diodora. And I always remember a fella up my way had, um, they were Puma, um, they were Puma Kings, but they were Maradona. They were like the, yes, they were like the special edition Maradona yeah. 86 or something like that version Di- of them. Diego. Um, yeah, I, I want to say 86, but probably 86 has nothing to do with it because... I think it's, it's 87, 88 is when they make it because he's he's meant to be wearing them for the 1990 World Cup and he's the big brand of Puma at that stage. Yeah, and they were they were unbelievable looking. Unbelievable. Yeah. Puma Kings were deadly. But I always thought of anyone more Puma Kings they couldn't really run fast. They were like a, a plot right back. They're like Damo. It was Damo one of those Damo, right back. Da, no, da, well, Damo was a right back, but then he became a centre back because he wasn't quick enough to play right back. But Damo yeah. only wore Puma Kings; wouldn't wear anything else. Yeah, and I remember, I remember my brother getting like. Do you remember when the first that came out with different colour boots? He was wearing a pair of Lotto. Yeah, um, had boots, them. and they were white ones, luminous yellow, and um, red, white, and all sorts of colours. Yeah, and uh, he he loved them. I I. I wasn't mad on Adidas and I wasn't mad on Puma King. I loved Nike, I have to say. Um, because You're too young. Do you know why? No, I'm not too young. I'm fucking 40. But there was loads of those. There was loads of those going around. Like, I wasn't mad on a football boot with a big tongue on it. I have to be honest with you. I felt like they were just in the way, flapping in the wind. Um, <sighs> whereas, now don't get me wrong, I actually, um, I wore different boots with, with tongues on them but I think my favourite were just the, the Nike the lighter the better Th- that's where I was with the football boots the lighter the better and the less stuff in your way the better that's, that's what I, I was I loved a massive tongue right so that's why the Predator Manias were the ones that had the elastic band that went around and, and gripped them underneath the boot yeah. so your tongue came down and covered up where your laces were and they had the the, the, the bits that made it go faster harder and swervier at yeah. the front they were the best James Mills but, has Adidas Santiago don't know them I don't remember them. No. Uh, no. David Lennon only wore Adidas. Ownbrook reckons uh, McNulty is the goalkeeper. I don't think he is. No, Whether it's not. It's not him. Was it, was, he's, it he's pa- was it Pat King or something? No, this was him. Um, what do you think thinking, I got his glove? Are you thinking of your man, um, Noel? He's with the Noel. FBI now. Noel something. Yeah, it's not him either. Him and him and Trevor Woods battled it out in the year that Cork and, Cork and Pats went for the league title. Yeah, no, this this is. Oh, I think of his name. What have been? Was his it, name Devine? I, I I can't. It'll, it'll do me head in. I'll look them up later. Muhammad um, Yogi Mizuno's. I, I look. I used to get free Mizuno's. Um, thanks to a, a deal I had. Golf clubs. Yeah, but now they make football boots and running shoes, and right. the Mizunos were absolutely smashed. In fact, I think was it Ronaldinho? Not Ronaldinho. Sorry, Rivaldo used to wear them. Yeah. Mizuno ruined Mohamed Jogi's life because Did he scored yeah. an own goal with those things in front of a group of women. Um, <laughs> never forget those <laughs> least, boots. Least he scored. Least he scored. Um, Keegan. Um, Patrick. Patrick. Yeah, no, Patrick. the Patrick boots. Got Keegan wore. Mm. Um, Hummel. Hummel boots, they were great as well. They yeah, were, they were, nice. late they were made famous by, um, for me, um, Denmark. Denmark and, and the Loudrups. And Mel- Mulby. All the Loudrup brothers. Um, was, I always no, Mulby was Patrick. Um, but Patrick were great. If you have anything else you want to want to throw in, absolutely but, throw it in. Anything, Gav, in your, anything else on your mind so we don't get you too upset about um, goalkeepers kicking balls? No, I was just going to say, that, look, the reason why they do it these days is, as I said, the, 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 
they learned that they can actually use goalkeeping kicks to 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 make things happen. I think Schmeichel is a big big advocate that changes that because his suddenly there was suddenly an awakening that distribution could actually change a game. Oh, he threw a fucking miles. Yeah, which remember like, James was really good at. Yeah, he was very good at kicking the ball. Yeah, but not only that, but David James on the occasions where he caught across, right, would literally get it and he would he would just throw it like literally side-handed. You know, it wasn't it wasn't underhanded yeah, yeah. and it wasn't like it just like, went, he just, yeah, he just kind of went bang. And next thing, McManaman was like 60 yards down the pitch, running down the wing. It was, like, it was like he had a superpower. You know, like if you had like a, a laser thing and went psh, and the ball just shot out. Whereas Schmeichel's was very much a, like a, a like a javelin throw. His yeah. was like a, a push. Yeah. But, uh, but like, then I think what well, he had to adapt, didn't he? Because from 92 onwards. But that's what I was going to say. It's the back pass. It's the back, the back pass rule fundamentally changes Real goal football. kicks. Yeah, ruined football. But yeah. Up until then, you could just knock it back to your keeper. Imagine nowadays to be no nobody be worrying. One nil up with, with sixty minutes to go. Yeah. But you know what else there. you don't see either? You know what else you don't see either? I'm only thinking of it. Outfield players taking goal kicks. You used to see it loads. Yes, it used to be great. You know the, the keeper go off, oh, not feeling the best. Right, I'll kick it out for you, and your man will come up and give her a bleeding boot and lamp her as long as he could, and leg it then to try to get up alongside his teammates, so the, the other team could be offside. But that's um, that's the other th- that's the other thing I didn't understand. When you go back and look at these matches, goal kicks aren't really a thing. That's why the defenders would come back and take them for you, right? If you had to kick it long, <laughs> they weren't used. The goalkeepers weren't used to kicking the ball off the ground, right? So they were basically because they didn't take free kicks. Everything was out of their hands. It was a free kick. The centre half would walk up and just knock it back to him, and you pick it up off the ground and you kick it long. But yeah. you could do was jump and his, and his kick up into the air, right? If you had a goal kick. The centre half would stand at the edge of the box. He'd kick it to the centre half and he'd kick it back. He'd pick it up and then kick it out of your hand. This is what happened with Packy Butter. That's why he was so angry when he used to talk to the ball because he had to learn well, how to kick it off the ground. If back and just types in 1990 Packy Bonner, you might get his penalty save against Romania. But if you can find the goal against England and the goal against um, the goal against England and Holland, go and look at them yeah. and just look at him. Uh, Bejan says, Gav, old school Manfred Kaltz, Adidas, grey stripes, black leather boot. Um, just normal Adidas, no? They're just not normal Adidas. Um, and of course, yeah. Laura Duffy. Um, this a lot of people know this. Some mind. Fun fact: the Adidas Predator boot was created by Craig Johnson. I wonder if, has he still got any kind of holding on that or gets a percent? No, he he signed over the rights. Did he? Mm. Uh, fair. I remember, docu- I, I remember the documentary. I remember the documentary. I think fairly. I think it was fairly. Um, once the technology was developed and he got them on board and he just he signed over the, the rights he got whatever it was I say he's just fucking there going Jesus that is mad isn't but it basically is that, that changed like fella, is that like the fella that sold like 10% of Apple for fucking 5 grand or something going back years yeah. and years ago something like that well, I'll, and I'll give you worth, a better one he'd be worth fucking <laughs> billions now like it's mad you know Gatorade that they all drink Gatorade yeah yeah that was invented by the um, science department in Florida University Right, okay. and it was invented by the professor of um, something. It was, it was developed around electrolytes and stuff like this, and he sold his his interest in Gatorade. Finally, sold his interest for something like two hundred fifty thousand dollars. It's a multi billion dollar yeah. company now. Yeah. It's like <laughs> it's, it's it unbelievable. Was, and it'd be it'd be mad to know like what Craig Johnson got over. Like, did he sign her over for a set amount plus he gets a percentage? Like, even if it's a minuscule, because a minuscule percentage over the last twenty five years would be. Fucking 1% over the last 25 years, it'd be mad, mad money. Like, because everything was mm-hmm. predator, everything you know, Knight didn't know what to be doing with themselves until Knight he was involved. Went, Look, we're just going to make them shinier and, and lighter. Craig Johnson was involved to a point, and then he sold the thing, and then he came out with a new invention, which was a rubber 
cover that went over the front of your boot because he, he was annoyed that, that Adidas made the Predator so expensive, the real ones, that it was out of reach of normal people. And he invented this um, elastic slip-on that went over the front of your boot. Right? <laughs> what was it, like a rubber glove on the front of the fucking yeah. thing? Oh, my God. And you popped it on and went under your studs and it gave you that rubbery bit. That, that the original predators have to make it go to, to make a swerve and kick a fowler and, and, and all that type of stuff. Didn't take off though. It was great, didn't it? Uh gloves, when they got wet, they had to be thrown out. Macasa gloves. Were they were they Horrible. the yellow with the black dots? The yellow with the black dimples. The the the, the, the they are gag gloves. They were made out of them. Um, they were made out of wool, weren't they? Yeah, made out of wool with just rubber dots. And they basically robbed the rubber off off retreads. That's what they did, just lashed it on. There's a there's a factory down in Mead or something that's just that just has retreads and they just pop the dots onto the, the yoke. That's all it is. Uh Dan Bailey reckons the German brothers who own Adidas would have paid him handsomely. Dan now Dan, can I just point something out that the the Adidas The um, brothers don't brothers own them. Split, split. The other fella owns Puma. Yeah, and they're dead. But yeah. so Adi Dazzler was the brother who set up Adidas and uh Kermit. Dazzler was the fellow who set up Puma. Yeah. So yeah, I always yeah. remember that. I always remember reading that the two brothers went were at war over, and they hated over. each other. It was yeah. it was one of the one of the um, I don't know. Can we mention Johnson got two percent of sales? Only for a limited period. It must have been for like the first two or three years. Because right. if he get if he was still getting two percent of sales now, ah. his face he he'd have a little picture of himself on the boots at this stage, like Jordan would. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, I remember this one. Um, bonkers, good one from Bonkers. He says, um, I like this, so we're getting into a few more random bits, which I like. He says, remember when Shea given catches the ball, he put it on the floor behind him and Dion Dublin first scored. Do you remember that? I do, but you know what annoys me about Shea given? Shea given was seen as this, this amazing Irish goalkeeper, and this is, and I met Shea given, and he was very kind to come on and do the live shows with us when we did them in Dublin in, in um, the, the tram here. What was it? No, JK Steltman's, no, not the tram Yeah, in Steltman's. Um, and what I will say is that Shea Given's ability to kick the ball was massively overrated. He was more closer to Packy Bonner than he than than Schmeichel or um, modern day footballers because he had a tendency to no matter which way he pointed the ball, he kicked it straight down the middle. And if you look at it, by the time he finished his career, Gav, he got he was getting really angry with the ball. He would look at the ball, Raz. <laughs> like no matter what he did, it would just go straight down the middle. And I remember there going, uh, yeah, great lad. Johnson sold up because he was concerned about the safety of the boots and the studs, his own book, followed up by Veranda Cheese, who said he got royalties until he sold the deed as the patent for an undisclosed fee. They're all great at the Wikipedia, aren't they? Yeah, they're deadly. I, ch- I changed that Wikipedia, <coughs> just, so, just so you know, so I wouldn't be going around telling anyone that you're reading there. Yeah, I'll change in the game of rock, paper, scissors, stuff. <laughs> um, but yeah, I remember the, I remember the Shea Given one, um, where, yeah, he can't, it's, it's Newcastle away at Coventry. A high field road, he catches the ball, actually looks around himself. Yeah. Doesn't see Dion Dublin has gone off he the just pitch. Did that. Dion, yeah, because just Dion did Dublin that. is actually going for a header and his momentum takes him into the hardens literally. And when it all settles down, he's just slow getting back on and given takes a look, look, and then puts it down. And his reaction when Dublin just comes on and takes it in was absolutely brilliant. But we've seen that a few times. Like what where do where do you stand on this thing? You know where the keeper goes to kick a ball along? throws her out of his hand to kick it and somebody takes her off and puts her in the net do you think it should be a goal because I do is the ball on the ground at the time no what I'm saying is keeper has it in his hands you're yeah. in goal you yeah. have the ball in your hands you yeah. you decide I'm going to kick this long right yeah. I'm standing behind you you don't know I'm there you yeah. in the movement of kicking the ball you let go of the ball into the air in mm-hmm. order to kick it 
right? Because you don't keep the ball in your hands completely till you kick it. It has to be airborne for you to kick it. You throw it up, it's airborne, you're about to kick it, I nip in, take the ball off you and stick it in the net. Do you think it should be a goal? Or is the keeper still in control at that moment for you? It's dangerous play in the modern game. Not Not in the historic game, though. Because again, it's, I'll go back to what we started to talk about: how you kick the ball. And nowadays, if you if you you're not throwing the ball up anymore, you're basically just taking your hand away and you're cutting across the ball from the point that you leave. That's there's no throw up. Whereas mm-hmm. back then, a couple of years ago, you throw the ball like this. Like the, you could see them throwing the ball like this to, to create that force to cut across it or as to come down to catch it was coming down, so they didn't have to jump right. So if you if the keeper throws it up like this and a fella nips in with the head and takes it away. Fantastic, because there's a good chance he's going to get kick, get a kick in the face because the keeper's going to be going into his kicking motion at that stage, right? Yeah. If the goalkeeper puts his hand out like we've seen a couple of times and a player heads the no, ball, no, out no, of his no, hand, no, 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 that that's that's the ball's still in his hand. I'm saying if I, if you throw the ball up in the air, if you let go of that ball out of your hands completely in order to go into your kicking motion, and I just nip in, take a touch, put it in the net, is it a goal or not? It is if you don't touch the goalkeeper. Ninety nine percent of the time, you're going to touch the goalkeeper. It's going to be a foul. But, but but you won't touch the goalkeeper. The, uh, you will. So, so right, okay. So you throw the ball up in the air. I come in. I take the ball. Don't go near you. Right. I don't touch mm-hmm. your hands. I don't touch your feet. I take the ball and I just with one touch. I put it to the side, and the next I put it in the net. I haven't touched you physically whatsoever. Yeah. Do you think it should be a goal? Because I think the ruling is that the ball is still in the goalkeeper's position. No, I think it's, it's, uh, I think it's a goal, but it's it's impossible to do that without injuring the goalkeeper or creating a foul. I don't think it is. I, I do. Modern football it is because of the way they kick the ball. The distance between letting go and kicking is much shorter than it used to be. Watch it. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Okay. No one's thrown no one's thrown the ball up, if you know what I mean. They're not thrown it up. Whereas no, but they're just, the they're just pushing it out in front of them. But it, it's gonna be they're not even pushed out, they're just basically dropping and they're coming across. Yeah. So as you as you drop it, the leg is already swinging. So if you go to try and nick it in, you're gonna end up killing yourself. Quid pro quo, says Kev Sullivan. If the keeper catches you full force with a kick, it should be just play on. Yeah. So if you want if to try to get off, if, if you yeah. if you think I'll hide behind him and when he throws it out, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you go to do it and he just upends. Well, easier. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just play on. Yeah, I, I like that. I like right. that. I like that. Yeah, that's yeah. the first. That's first. Chris Brack, what's the funniest goal you've seen? It was own actually goal. Sc- funniest own goal I've seen. Honest to God, it was on me. Right, and it's not it's not on television, so you can't go see it. Right, but we were playing a match. It was against the team. I actually, ended up going and winning the league. For, but the, we're playing a match, and um, and our fullback gets the ball in the left back position, and we were playing a bit of a breeze. All right, he was heading up the pitch, and he went to spray a diagonal ball from the left back position to the far right wing across the centre circle, as you can imagine. Right, I'm standing just at the just in the D at the edge of the 18 yard box. But he cuts across it into the breeze and the ball takes off and goes in a boomerang shape backwards. Right? Over you. And literally goes around around me 
and back into the goal into the top corner. I've never seen anything like it in my whole life, right? Oh my god! And when it took off, I was looking at it going, and I was like, "Look, you know when you're looking at something going, ah, here." So I started turning to try head towards the goal, and then I just started laughing. There was no, there was nothing I could do but laugh because you're just looking at this ball going around you, right, and going back this way and heading straight back in. I was. Straight back into the top corner, Gav. I mean, you, you couldn't have placed it any better. And we I'm, I'm, like, I'm trying to think of a funny one. I've seen some mad ones where you go, "Jeez, oh, how does how's he done that?" Like, and the, you know, um, there's there's always the ones, you know, the ones the, the ones at the back post where the defender goes to head it out for a corner, and mistimes it, and plants it into the into the bottom corner, or whatever. I'm trying to think of any funny ones though. Um, there's some. Who was the one that chipped his own goal? Lee Dixon. Do you remember Lee Dixon? Lee Dixon? We Dixon only talked about it two weeks ago. Yeah, he literally turns and. For some reason, instead of playing along the ground, the Davidson yeah. puts it in the, in the top bin, which was which is unbelievable. Um, let me see. Um, I, I think the, the the goalkeeper mistakes though are better than, than the own goals. The own goals are unfortunate most of the time, right? But like goalkeeper mistakes are hilarious because they, they always happen, no matter how good of a goalkeeper you are. Always, they always always happen. Like you know. I think it went de- Dudek at Liverpool just collapsed. Remember, he was brilliant for his foot. Like I mean, like you could not. He oh, was the one just against immense. United with gig. Or one against uh, Liverpool was just horrendous. And then you look uh, at Carrius in the in the European Cup final, he throws yeah. it to Benzema. Chris Black remembers Rio Ferdinand passing it back straight past Van der Sar and then stormed off when it dropped like a toddler. <laughs> I'm trying to remember who that was against. I vaguely remember it. But I'm trying to I'm trying to remember who who it was against. Um, but funny funny own goals. They're usually defenders at the back post and stuff like that. You do see the odd one where a tackle at the edge of the box and just goes fucking flying into the into um the ones I love is when it threw it into his net. Was that um the United keeper? Taibi? No, oh. no, there was a United keeper that threw the ball in his own net. Did he go on and play for um, Blondie Vince haired but... fella in the in the eighties? Gary Bailey. Yeah, I think he threw it in his own net. Wasn't he not meant to the full, not to be meant to be the full children as well? Ah, oh, listen, I don't know. Don't be going into someone's mental fucking health. I Gary Bay. No, I'm about, I think he had um, damage from from a number of concussions he got from playing a goal in the 80s. Seriously. I think he had that CTE disorder. I don't know. I honestly I honestly don't know. Traore against Burnley, where he tries to pirouette. I kill it, though. <laughs> um, yeah, that was good. It was it was good. Um, Dan Bailey said it was definitely a Premier League game. I think I I'm nearly sure, I can remember I think it's Gary Bailey does it years and years ago, but in the in the Premier League I can't remember anyone throwing her in that. Tim league. Flowers throwed into Zona. No, Tim Flowers had the one. Do you remember where Collymore shoots and it's dribbling? It hit the divot and it hits the divot and goes in. And the explanation behind it is because Tim Flowers used to come out at the start of a game and, and mark the middle of the goal. Was, he used to mark the middle of the six yard box. Yeah, the, the, where the where the penalty spot was and the edge of the eighteen yard box, and then he used to yeah. mark something on each side of the six yard box. With divot with with his studs, so yeah. when he was taking position, he could literally look down and go, "Yeah, I'm in the middle or I'm to the side," and it ended up. Um, he ended up, he ended up doing it, yeah, and uh, it, like literally fucking Collymore shoots and it just bobbles over as he goes down to collect it. Um, Toyibi against Letizia, isn't it? Or Old Trafford, where it just oh, rolls it just bounced over his head. No, it just rolls through. Him. That's it's right. A dribbly shot from Letizia, and just he goes Do down to collect one? it. Do you remember when Mignolet became a hologram against uh, City in the League Cup final? And they kicked the ball straight out and it just went through. Yeah, was that um, was that Fernandinho? Yeah, like to this day, when you watch that goal back, I, just, I still don't know how the ball goes in. His his whole body is in the way and all of a sudden the ball is through him and in. It's like, 
it's like he fucking got your man. What's his name? That magician fella, dynamite, just to turn up and make him vanish for a fraction of a second, and the ball goes through him. Just uh, I'm trying to think. Um, is there any more there? I'm trying to remember that one in the Premier League where. Um, Enkelman the, the Villa keeper where it goes under his foot under his foot yeah, yeah. and I think because the commentary there is going you you wouldn't want something to happen to you now do you remember like because it was the derby it was against yeah. Birmingham City the best sorry sorry can I just say the funniest bit of commentary because you mentioned commentary right it's not commentary it's analysis it's um it's in studio analysis and it's um <laughs> it's England against um Iceland in the I want to say the Euros I don't think it was a World Cup. I think it was a Euros maybe in 2018. Steve mm. McLaren's in the Sky Studios, right? And he's still for an accent. No, no, he's in he's in the Sky Studios. <laughs> and um, I want to say 2000. And when was the last World Cup? 20. No, yours was 2020. So this yeah. would have been 2016. Euros 2018 was in Russia, wasn't it? 20, yeah, 2016. Right. I want to say a 2016 Euros. Maybe it was a, a World Cup. I'm not too sure. Someone will tell me. Steve McLaren, you can go and find it still. He's sitting in the um he's sitting in the studio and England it's one all. Um I think England went behind and the equalised. And he's sitting there and there's two two presenters are to the side and they're saying, Steve, how's it going now? You know, because Sky obviously haven't got the rights. And he says, Oh, you know, it's England have got back into this and they're really starting to put pressure on now and I can really see them scoring. If they just play their game and blah blah and next of all, he's just going and I think if he just and he just goes Oh, oh no! <laughs> and I sat there at the score, and <laughs> after giving this big team in a fucking you know G up for England, and you just see him going, oh, and you no. hear the two presenters going, oh, <laughs> like this, <laughs> and it was fucking brilliant. James Milne says the Brazil World Cup was it that long ago? It's Iceland. They're definitely playing Iceland. I thought Iceland was like weren't Iceland the ones doing the big clap? Big clap competition. in, or was that in France, in the Euros? Yeah, it was. Oh, someone uh, James Milne reckons the Brazil World Cup. I didn't think it was that long ago. But if you get a chance, go go and search on YouTube for um, Steve McLaren, England versus Iceland, and just watch him and you see his whole life just draining out of him as he's trying to tell you how England are on top and the quality <laughs> of show and this time you're at next of all. It's just like. Oh, and when he starts, the two presenters actually follow it. Oh, <laughs> and it's two one to Iceland. They get knocked out. They get knocked out of the competition. That night, it's one of the fucking lowest points in English football history. Iceland was in the Euros, says Chris Black. So it had to be two thousand sixteen. Yeah. Um, that's been 2016 in France that's what yeah. I was thinking of the clap yeah yeah that's what I was thinking of the skull yeah, oh, yeah. There are a few of them now Kevin Sullivan own book Iceland 2016 euros in yeah. France um, but yeah that was that was so fucking funny it was so good <laughs> um, have you never seen that no oh you have to go and search it man go and but search if, it if Steve McLaren is involved I'm going looking for it after we, well I won't get it after the show because I have to go and put my glasses on and pretend I'm somebody else for the next show so yeah it's, so uh, do I yeah, um, yeah. Where, where are we? Oh, I don't know where we were. We were Iceland. Steve we were on McLaren. goalkeepers. Um, goal. Funny on oh, goals. Just, just talk about goal kicks and, and things. Do you remember the time um, Minule just let the ball run out of play and then tried to play bring it back in? Away at Burnley. So, so now listen. This isn't the Liverpool channel, but we are Liverpool fans, so we remember Manchester, right? And, and anyone that doesn't know Phil has an obsession with Simon Minule. So Liverpool are away at Burnley. Um, the ball gets passed back to him. It's actually, it's a pass back down the side of the box, isn't it? 
It, no, sorry, it's across the box. So the defender, does the, yeah, the, the, the defender does the right thing and passes it diagonally across the box. So it's not at his goal. So if he misses it, it goes Thank in. God. And Mignolet is looking at it, looking at it, and it's rolling and rolling. And he's like, he's going to kick it. He's definitely going to kick it. Right? <laughs> and it just keeps going and going and going. And he's no idea where he is until the point where the ball goes about a foot over the line for a corner. And then he kicks it up the pitch. That was so fucking good. It was, it was I'm like gonna, the brain. I'm going to look that up as well. It was, it was like his brain was waiting to register. Oh, kick it, it was so kick it. Oh, kick it. God, yeah. And he, he's just looking at it and looking at it. Yeah, and everyone's like, oh my god yeah that was absolutely awful now and what good. people and, and then what people don't realize gav when the year carrier signs in his fourth set of preseason friendlies <laughs> he does the exact same thing again i think away to Tranmere, and not the year that he gets he, he gets the heave home and allison comes in in his fourth season when we we're all playing that he was going to be the savior from from Mignolet, right if somebody goes back and <laughs> digs it out Carrius just lets it roll over the line and he tries to kick it down the pitch. Those they're going. No, ah, no, do you remember? Wasn't it? Wasn't it? Wasn't it? Carrius that kicked the ball from a goal kick out for a corner. Did he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm nearly sure it's Carrius. It's Carrius <laughs> on Mignolet where there's a goal kick to Liverpool. I think Lucas might be playing at left back. Right? <laughs> or not left back, a centre back, and it's a. I want to say it's at the Anfield Road end. I could be wrong. Someone's going to tell me. And he literally goes to take a goal kick, turns the player to a centre-back who's like, you know, wired. You know, kind of wired on, yeah, on yeah. the thing. And literally side-foots it out for a corner. <laughs> Chris Brack, what a show. The time in your... <laughs> there you go. Carrius kicked the goal kick out for a corner, Chris Brack says. Do you remember that one? Mignolet just passed back to him and he just picked it up and it looked surprised when a free kick was given yeah, against him. Yeah, and then we got the... It was a goal then. It was against them. Um, it was against... Wasn't it a, a French side? Bordeaux? Uh, Bordeaux some, was, something yeah. Something like that, yeah. yeah. At, at home. <laughs> and, um, yeah, some some mad stuff that keepers do. Like, we, we remember the Liverpool stuff because we're Liverpool fans, but I'm sure there's, there's absolutely loads out there, you know. The Roy Carroll one. Do you remember Roy Carroll goes to catch Pedro Mendes long effort at Old Trafford? Catches it, throws it in the net. Jumps in yeah. there after it and scoops it out. And it's not given. No, no goal. It's grand. No goal. Because the linesman's fucking going, I'm not chasing that. Fuck off. <laughs> He's standing the halfway line. Um, some mad stuff the keepers have done. Bartes used to be involved in mad instances as well. Yeah, well, Bartes, remember, famously um, had his hand up for offside. As, yeah, to try, try to confuse as Henry. As, no, the Canio. In the I FA thought it was Cup. Henry. No, it was the FA Cup against um, West Ham or Old Trafford. I want to say 2000 and two-ish in around that and basically you know you're odds on to win this like they'll yeah, yeah. West Ham ball gets played through uh, the Canyon's on side he's running in on goal like from in the say inside right channel um, not the Stratford end the other end where the away fans would be he's running in running in Barthez literally standing on the six yard line with his hand in his air and hand in the air that. constantly going offside offside and the Canyon doesn't give two fucks just sticks a pass <laughs> and um, it's in the net and like I was like, what? The f- why don't you just try goalkeeping? Um, Chris Brack says it was Sion. Yeah, yeah, right, Sion. It was Sion at home. Um, we played some the, the, some amount of ropey French teams get into those European competitions, don't they? Like yeah. you, you hear about them, but Sion's a Swiss team, if I'm right. FC Sion is from Switzerland. Sion, yes. Um, but I thought there was a French side he does something against as well. But anyway, um, there was another one there. Uh, Brad Jones, Liverpool goalkeeper at Old Trafford, he dived out of the way of the ball when United That's shot right. on one occasion. That's right. So if you remember, so at the end time, do you remember? Do you remember Can who scored that goal? Was it for Arsenal? 
where he ran in and goal and did no trick and the goalkeeper it was against Deportivo de la Coruña in the Champions League and the ball comes down and he takes it and he runs in and the goalkeeper waits from he was who was the guy that was in goal he was he was really well known he was um oh he was was he was the, the Spanish goalkeeper I don't know but be quick because we have to go. All right, Grant. Um, anyway, remember Canu just runs straight up to him and your man's waiting for something to happen and he dives anticipating something. <laughs> Canu just walks in with the ball to an empty net. I remember, I remember speaking of Canu, um, he scores a brilliant goal away at Middlesbrough. Do you remember the flick um, through his legs in midair? Yeah. Um, uh, when Arsenal were flying 98-ish, 99. But he does. <clears throat> do you remember that 2-0 down at uh, Stamford Bridge, Arsenal? That 2-0 down and they get back. Canu comes on and scores a hat-trick. And yep. you remember, I think it's at the high end goal, and the ball is literally down near the sideline. And at the high decides he's running out to try to get this, mm-hmm. and Canu gets to, and literally from the end line managed to call it into the top corner. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. unfucking believable. Canu um, was one of those players that we was brilliant because he was just mad. Yeah, he, he just was didn't fucking brilliant. Canu was, and he, refu- he refused to run. Yeah, didn't ever run, didn't sprint, but he was fucking deadly. Canu was going Mets. to check him out. He was absolutely yeah. brilliant. Anything else before we go? Uh, no, because we're uh, we talk about all the other stuff on like uh, yeah. Neymar's jocks. Yeah, you want to talk about Neymar's boxers. Yeah, pe- people definitely need to tune into the forum. T- I, like, I'm going to make an admission here. I didn't see the Liverpool versus Villa game at the weekend for right. plenty of pe- we'll personal you reasons. In on that. Right, but I did see Neymar in his jocks. Okay, you'll have to fill me in. I don't know what you're talking <laughs> about. But, um, man on football show. Don't forget, you can get it on. Um, Spotify you can get on Apple Podcasts please if you can leave a review um, yep. it takes a second whether it's on um, Apple or it's on Android you can hit the review button leave us a 5 star review and it really helps us get the word out there because we have an awful lot of Liverpool fans watching us because we are you know we're Liverpool <coughs> fans but this is about football from everywhere and we want to um, we want to do it that way the last thing I want to do really 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 quickly is um, I like to promote some good stuff um when I see it, and when I see it come up. So I want to promote this. Um this is the Live Board in aid of uh, fan support and food banks. And um at Castaway in Lundo, um it's uh, um Georgie Girl is her name on Twitter. Um I seen her putting up a thing where basically between her and Properties Company, they have decided that they're putting out this T-shirt that people can order. All profits are going to the Fuel Panks charity. So if you want to go and do that, um, it's her own design of a live board. Hunger doesn't wear club colours, it says underneath. And as I said, £22 for a T-shirt. They're trying to get them delivered in four or five days. Um, but you might, you might, you might not get it in time for Christmas. But as I said, a hundred percent of all the profits are going to the food banks on that one. Um, that's about it, I think, Phil. Um, we've talked loads. If anything comes into your weird and wonderful mind over the next week, and you want to come and join me next week or the week after, absolutely, let me know. All right. I've got loads, loads of things coming to my mind, Gav. Yeah, I know, getting, but... getting up the Christmas. Yeah, Just can't wait. Okay, good stuff. On Bork ask when is football in the world starting? Um, Next. That's 10 o'clock uh, over on the LFC Day Trippers channel. But we just call it the forum just so we know what we're talking about. Um, but football in the world 
Um, Everything is football in the I'm world. I'm fucking sick of football in the world. I really am. <laughs> the melters. The whole lot of uh, Right, that is it. We will talk to you soon. Head over to the LSE Day Trippers now and you can watch um, us at 10pm. Me. Can we do a podcast on, on, on Man on Football Show about Fastino Esprit or something? Just, yeah. just a whole pod on him. Yeah, because you... And can I, can I come on about... I'm going to come on dressed as, yeah, the, as I, the Tyrannosaurus I, Rex. I, I, I know the exact story you have in your mind when you're, when you're telling me this. <laughs> and it definitely involves a horse. Doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, of course it does. Right, talk to you in a bit. Over now. Sports Social Podcast Network.